I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I'm Ro Moran. Right beside me, Raf Camus. The other side, Chino Liao. Once again, Sansi, the birthday boy, is not here. So if you're listening to yeah. this episode... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Don't, don't. <laughs> greet Stan a belated happy birthday. Yeah, greet Stan a belated happy birthday. By the, time, by the time this episode drops... We'll be already prepping for the big interview. Big interview with Robbie. Robbie Eagles, uh, our special guest for not only for PWR Love at First Fight, but also this podcast. Yeah, that's so, coming to you guys before the show happens on Sunday. Right. So uh, you might have seen on your on Spotify or an Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast that there are two releases of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast this week or today. So the reason for that is we're trying something new. Uh, we have an episode, basically the latest installment of our Wives and Girlfriends series. In With which Cameron. Cameron, Kendrick, and Jemmerlin are starring. And this episode, the one you clicked on, is all wrestling talk. Uh, WWE, AEW, NXT talk. And a little bit of PWR if we get we have the time. Yeah. All right. Are you going you gonna to make your picks? Yeah, why not? All right. All right. Okay. We have if, if we have time. All right. No, we will have the time. Okay. I'm sure we will have the time. Okay. So, so uh, live to Oh, live time. And we realized that if we put everything together, everything we wanted to talk about together, and our guests, it's going to take us a really, it's a lot. really long it's time. It's a lot. It's a lot. So long ass episode. Condense everything in to uh, bite-sized chunks. Yeah, so uh, it's making it easier for you if you want to hear about the wrestling around the world. This is it. If you want to hear about uh, the love story of Kemmerlin. The go Ballad list. of Kemmerlin. <laughs> yeah, go click on the other episode. That's the, that's yeah. the title. That's the title of the, All right, the episode. That will be the title of the episode. I like that. All yeah. right, so let's start off real quick. Because it was a long week in wrestling. Holy shit. Yeah. Why are you shouting? Because it's so beautiful. This past week in wrestling, yeah, we, had so, a, we had a takeover. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Last week, uh, we only had one episode despite promising maybe two episodes. So we will cover some ground from that week. Sweet uh, the biggest news coming out of last Thursday, US time, is uh, Philippine time, Philippine time is that AEW has hired the services of one Jeff Cobb. Spe- uh, former, former guest of this podcast. Former, friend of the podcast, sir. Friend of, friend the, of podcast. the podcast. Jeff Cobb you is uh, al- uh, aligned now with the inner circle. So Chris Jericho has hired him to take try and take out John Moxley before AEW Revolution. Which is happening in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks, yes. Yeah. Congrats to Boss Cobb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh. no, next week, no, sure. 
Next week. Next week. No. Oh, yeah. Next yes. week. Next week. Yeah. So congrats to Boss Cub. Although get that AEW money. Get that AEW money, but uh, we have it on maybe good authority that he is not full time with AEW just yet. Yes, he's still like um. Yung, to our knowledge is that he is still per appearance or per appearance per appearance basis for for both this story AE, for this storyline yeah. and for Ring of Honor for the time being. Yeah, uh, the the rumor is that although we can very probably verify on, ourselves on, on, on good terms. Yeah. yeah, I mean like if we wanted to, we could just ask him, right? <laughs> I mean like we can just ask him. But the rumors are he wants to work New Japan as much as possible. Uh, I think that is his dream. Uh, dream promotion. That's what but, he said on the podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen to that episode back. Uh, so we verified it. Let's, yeah. Let's verify it here. Yeah, it was verified he wants here. Japan. Yeah, a while back. A while back. All right. It's okay. But I, really, I had to really listen to the episode for these fact checks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I really Homework. did. I really did want to see him on AEW because uh, if he's not on WWE, in WWE, then it's the other nas- nationwide national TV wrestling show. Because. Like, uh, Ring of Honor has used him in the past, but you know you want to see. I mean, him. If, I mean, Ring of Honor isn't on TNT. Right? It's not. It's not TNT. It's not the same reach. It's not the same money. Yeah, it definitely and this is not. Man deserves to be paid. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the bottom line here. But if he's happy uh, working AEW for a spell and then really uh, choosing New Japan mostly, then all right, then whatever makes him happy because uh, it's his life. It's his career, and we wish him the best. Yes, and we love you, Boss Cobb, if you're listening. Yes, we absolutely do. Please come back. Yeah, please come back. Baby, come maybe, back. Maybe this is why he's not taking a full-time deal. So because he, can come he wants back. to come back to yeah, PWR? Yeah, absolutely. I'd I buy it. I'd yeah. buy it. Right. Hey, more things that happened this week. We got uh, our first takeover in Portland. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, before we... Uh, sorry, Chino. Before main we, roster shit first. Yeah, main roster shit first. Just breeze through it uh, real right, quick. Okay, fine. Right. Uh, last Friday was the Valentine's Day episode of SmackDown. Guys, and you do know that you're, by saying main roster, it's like you're saying NXT is not main roster. I we agreed upon this now. <laughs> okay. Y'all, fine. y'all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Terminology. Okay. Y'all fucking. Okay. Y'all I fucking. Fucked it, no, I fucked it up. I fucked okay. it up. No, no. I mean, y'all fucking shot me down when I tried to say this shit. Okay. So anyway, but now, but but we're talking about Otis yeah. and Mandy going on their supposed date. Supposedly Fuck going on their you, date. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Yeah, as we Fuck all know. Fuck your white ass. Well, well, as uh, stealing. As Mark Henry reviewer uh, Ricky says, Otis was late for the date. You know, it did take him a while to show up to that restaurant, and then by the time he did, Dolph Ziggler was already there. But. What? what? No! <laughs> but no, Chino! I just did that for Kyle once. But seriously, though, did we all expect a fairy tale ending yeah, for Otis people, and Mandy? Yeah, the people who say that they will end up together and, and fucking be happily ever after, don't watch wrestling. It's that simple, <laughs> guys. Come on. Well, Segura, the whole thing isn't supposed to end that well just yet. This know? thing isn't supposed to end. That's the point. No, but That's props. The, uh, it's like prop. No, props to the writing team. Yeah, props to the writing team for uh, putting so much work behind Otis and Mandy that uh, everyone managed to relate to good old Otis for not uh, getting the girl. Yeah, it made him likable, made him cheerable. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know. Oh yeah. It put, it put uh, the spotlight on Otis. 
Fuck. So many stood. people were. I mean, yes, the swerve. That's it. If anything, it wasn't a swerve. If anything, it, it made it technically is because you didn't. You expected somebody else. Uh. You expected Otis to end up with Mandy. Yeah, and when yeah. It didn't. It affected you more. So it made it more efficient. It made yeah. it more effective. You're right? just saying it's not a swerve because we just said nah, they shouldn't. They, nobody yeah. should have expected them yeah, to end up all, together. We're, we're taking this from a point of view of a smart. Exactly. But, but from story, from a story point of view, it made the thing more effective. Yeah. It made us react to it more. Right? So uh, I, I think it worked really well. Right. Yeah, you know. I agree. You know what this does? What? This makes Dolph Ziggler the top heel in SmackDown. After Ideally, I, I I would Ideally, hope so. Yeah, I would not disagree with that. I, <laughs> I mean, would really hope so. I if mean, between between him and the Miz and maybe Bray Wyatt, who's not even on TV enough to say that he's an actual heel, mm-hmm. still, but he's like in a separate dimension now. But between him and the Miz, I say they're like two, the top two physical heels right. on SmackDown. Yeah, um, I really do hope it. You know, it kind of elevates this particular storyline uh, to you know singles notoriety. Uh, and it makes Dolph Ziggler the lovable douchebag that he is. He's not. He's not, he's not, he's not Nobody lovable. loves him. <laughs> no, Ken I mean, Warren loves him. A, oh, yeah. a, a douchebag in, in the sense that he, he it works. It, like he's a douchebag that we believe. It. All right. Oh, oh, okay, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. But at the same time, like just just for the context of this storyline, terrible timing. I, I I I guess what I would ask here is: Was it too soon to you know break Otis's heart? No. Was it too quick? No. Should have should they have waited a little longer? No. Should how, they have, how much? Like okay, yeah, could they have uh, you know let, made, let they, it on? Let it the on. WWE suffers from the stigma of not blowing their load when they should have. So tama lang to. This, yeah. this is can, the right time to blow their load because it's Valentine's Day. I used that. Oh nga, Ramos. I was gonna make the shoot your shot. So anyway, they they wanted to, uh, if they wanted to make it as effective as possible, I feel like this story has reached its peak. No, it has. At the first, uh, not the most climax. Just look at it. (laughs) And I will will agree with one Corey Graves when he says that the love angle of this whole thing was very childlike. Like, we began to not have... <laughs> and, and Corey and fucking Otis as a school schoolboy crushing Mandy, and it's very childlike in that in that way. Had they made this a little bit longer, it wouldn't feel as believable. Ang anymore. tagal rin nito, ah. Yeah, the yeah, from, from, from I'm glad that they're naming another to yeah. Valentine's Day. And uh, you, so with that being said, now that you realize how long it's actually been, it has. Do you do you really want it to move on still? Do you. Mm. I guess we just want Otis to be happy. Yeah, we want Otis to be happy. But we are all Otis. Yeah, exactly. And that, we are all Otis. And that Chino. being said, it makes it more effective, right? So we feel for the guy now. All right. So let's support him by buying yeah. his merch. Yeah, so let's see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to what kind of matches this produces. Just it's, it's definitely a lot better than Lana and Rusev. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, I would yeah. Agree. oh yeah. hell yeah! Actually, yes, yes. It's, it's actually one of like the best written um, love, love, story, love, love angles, stories, yes, love yes. angles in a long while. I, in a while, I, would I agree. Even argue top ever. Ever, yeah. Top oh. ever. By the way, top ten. Yeah, I say. This one isn't as it it, it got cringy at times. No, but it, 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 it was never, never cringy. cringy. Yeah, it was never cringy. cringy. Yeah, yeah, it was a, and it it catalyzes uh, the viewer. It makes them cheer for Otis and hate the third part. It was also kind of organic because we all it knew it felt organic. No, no, it was it, organic because this uh, all this whole thing stemmed from how Otis would post about uh, Mandy Rose on social media. 
And even outside of canon, so shall we say, meta-canon, meta-canon yeah. uh, on Ride Along, Otis would even comment about how hot <laughs> Mandy Rose is. I was watching Ride Along, their past episode from like last year. I'm like, maybe. shit, man, you have time to watch Ride Along. I love Ride Along. I know, it's not time to watch shows. I love Ride Along. I love Ride Along too, but then I only I watch it love. when it's like, okay, I've seen SmackDown, I've seen Raw. <laughs> I've seen NXT. He has a point, yeah. I have time to watch the other stuff on the network. I, I love Ride Along. I would watch Ride Along okay. in fucking table for three way before right. I watch. I would, I would love that shit. With, uh, with, before I watch Raw or SmackDown. I'm sorry. All right, Content all right. is content. All right. Yeah, I, no, those are good shows. Those are good shows. Anyway, moving forward uh, to this week's Raw. So Shayna Baszler made a return. Uh, she's now officially, unofficially part of Raw because she inserted herself she's into the, the... Yeah, she's on that Raw. On the Raw Elimination Chamber to determine yeah. the new number one contender to the Raw Women's Championship. And in a video promo, she said shit. Yeah, yeah. she said the S word. She said the S word. And Chucky T is sad now. Yeah, man. Which I guess, the, uh, it, it, the, the, wasn't there a thing where they said the Raw was going to get bumped up to a PG-13? I, I never knew when exactly. That, that was it, just a rumor. There were some times last year, like there was this one time last year where Corey Graves said, holy shit. Yeah, but, right? exactly. yeah, but so they, they, they never really it. followed through on it. But then if you think of it that manner, doesn't it mean that the Raw in the three hours that it has, has exactly one customer... One F bomb, one F bomb per. Uh, no, no, one S bomb, <laughs> one S bomb per hour. Yeah, the bomb per hour. Yeah, so that's, I guess the... that's them exercising that license. Yep. Yeah. I, I would believe so. But interesting. At, at the end of the day, let's let's put the focus back on Shayna. Na parang she did everything there was to do on NXT. Yeah, yeah. She went through everyone. She elevated everyone, and then now is her chance to wreak havoc on a new set of. Women. I'll talk about uh, a, a little bit of that uh, cool. when we talk about no, no, when well, we talk about takeover later. Okay, so good. So uh, I one it's thing one thing I times. just want for Shayna is that I want her to have a mouthpiece. I just can't take yes. her voice seriously. Yeah, exactly. Okay, remember how a few episodes back I was uh, like I don't believe that she's a tough guy. It's because when you listen to her. It sounds like a prepubescent team. Yeah, it sounds, I, I, it sounds very whiny. At least Rondo sounded like an adult yes, woman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When Rondo spoke, it was passionate. When Shayna speaks, eh, parang, if you close parang, your eyes, yeah. if you I mean, close your eyes, you imagine somebody I mean, who's not her. Shayna Baszler can kick all of her asses, but for sure, yeah. for I'm not, shoot, I'm not doubting that. The, <laughs> but, the, shoot, but the way man. she delivers a promo, it's very cringe. I think uh, I've always felt that she needed Paul Heyman when she started. Uh, when whenever she would start on the main roster, yeah, I think you know if she does get Paul Heyman, that would be great. But is there any other manager that? That would fit. I no do way. not know. It's Paul Heyman yeah, or Bustin. It's Heyman. Really it's Heyman hmm. or Bustin in her case. Because I mean, especially if they're booking her as the female bro. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Now, it's, there's, there's so much potential with the Paul Heyman rub. And because Paul Heyman understands MMA guys. Right. There is so much potential there. Right. All right. So moving forward now from Shayna. Real quick, before we talk about NFC TakeOver, Kamos, you wanted to talk about uh, Kazuchika Okada getting married. Goddamn, okay. Over the weekend. So here's the thing. If you watched SmackDown this Saturday, Manila time, you would have noticed that Sami Zayn and Cesaro had one of the best like promo times with Elias. That was mm-hmm. all cool and shit. Mm-hmm. But Shinsuke Nakamura was clearly absent. And then you check, you check where the fuck's Shinsuke? Because mm-hmm. it's a trio. It's always a trio of right. them. And then it turns out he flew home to Japan to do WrestleMania promotional stuff. 
to hype up WrestleMania in Tampa, which is coming up right around the corner. And this was like the first time that we saw it. It was like, oh, that's cool. You know, Nakamura gets to go home, do do hometown press, go home for a spell, charge, recharge his batteries. Little did we know that it was time for Kazuchika Okada to get married. Yeah, to the disdain why, of... Why did you have to deliver it in your anime Because, you know, over? because <laughs> Japanese girls are really sad about this. Yes. There are so many people who are, one, surprised that Okada had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Two, that they were engaged. Uh-huh. And three, that they actually pulled the trigger on getting legit you, shoot you married. You know, I'm very surprised with uh, Japanese pro wrestlers outside of the ring. Because like, remember how a few months ago we just found out through Maro Ronaldo of all people that Yoshirai and Evil are engaged? <laughs> yeah. Like, where did yeah, that come from? Where the fuck from? did that come from? Oh, uh, where did that come from? And then now there's this Okada news. No, but we, we, I think it was a couple of Wrestle Kingdoms ago and apparently Okada said he was going to take some time off to... Because he was, he just got engaged, and we're like, "Oh, what?" Exactly. I mean, and then there was that was a shock to me because there was no signs of it. And his his wife, his now wife, is a voiceover actress it's for anime. So, yeah, for anime. Okay. So there's overlap. There's overlap there in those worlds. Which, yes, uh, I'm aware. Uh, which uh, again, I mean, very surprising. We know how private Japanese people are, but goddamn, this, this is, is so level. private. Next this level. Is next, next, next level. It's next level shit, and it was like. There were a couple of tweets coming out of Tamatonga's Instagram uh, tweets, or I think IG stories that came uh-huh. out showing Tamatonga hanging out with his old friend Shinsuke Nakamura, uh-huh. and it's just like, guys, this is fucking surreal, and this is happening in the week that Nakanishi is retiring, that Tiger Hattori is retiring. Oh yeah, yeah. And it all just lines up that, oh, by the way, so, Shinsuke all, Nakamura is doing. First of all, it's about time Tiger Hattori retires. No, no he, he was really you know, he, he was, was really. He's been since the 80s. No, yeah, but he was already limited in his ring time. Yeah, he didn't do back-to-backs on main events. Even he was still doing, yeah. doing Bob still. Which is he did v- very he just did the, the old man match at the, WrestleMania. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, okay, fine. So the, the thing here is that it, it when, what it boils down to is that it was so fucking weird for me to see that, oh, not, it's, it's Kazuchika Okada is getting married. And then it just so happens that Nakamura... Figured out a way <laughs> to find his way into Tokyo onto mainstream media because he did the entire tour, the entire tour of um, noontime shows, um, radio guest things, all the, the the whole the whole nine yards, and then managed to slip into. By the way, my friend's getting married. <laughs> One of my best friends in the world is getting was he married. Allowed, he was allowed to say that. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you're Shinsuke Nakamura. Like one of the best Japanese wrestlers ever. Full stop. Full stop. Full stop. Mm. It doesn't hurt that you're you're basically the guy of Japan. So he and has that license. Yeah, he has that license. But at the same time, it was like, how long did he fucking plan this to go out? And how long did Okada plan this wedding? I, it looked so cool from the from the shots that have made have become public so far on Reddit. But right. congratulations to yeah, Okada. Congrats, congrats to him. And, he and deserves Mrs. Okada. it. <laughs> yeah, and so sorry to all the Japanese teenage girls. Who will stop buying Okada towels and reaching it out to him to get them? Is it really a thing? It's nah. a thing. <laughs> Just because <laughs> a guy a is married, is, is married now. It it it's like, um, what's it? Male repellent? What's what's the spray? Sex Panther? What? <laughs> no, no, opposite of sex Panther. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. It, it's it's like reverse reverse Sex Panther. So forty percent of the time, lang. No, no, it's like <laughs> it's like once because people are very respectful of. Ah, the institution of okay. marriage in Japan. So it's like, 
once you say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm married, it's like, oh, completely off limits. I'm not sexually attracted to this man at all. I know. Even I if he's even if he's got like the nicest abs in NJPW at times. I know one guy who wasn't respectful of the sanctity of marriage. It's Bobby Lashley. No. This is a terrible joke and I'm not participating <laughs> in it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I said Bobby Lashley. I don't know who Fuck you guys were you. referring to. But let's move on to... There are so many... Okay, just do a lot more wrestling news. Yeah. Please, guys. Yeah, let's yeah. just move on. Let's yeah. move on. Let's, yeah. let's All right, do so this crude thing. NXT TakeOver Biggest story of the weekend. NXT TakeOver, which was for the very first time on a Sunday night... Uh, U.S. time. They took a pay-per-view stop. Yeah, so we were as all we were all confused as fuck. As they rightfully should have. Yeah, well, that's not the main main roster pay-per-view, so but it's all good. No, but scheduling-wise, yeah. it's because the the Saudi show is coming up. Yes, that's also true. Uh, that's gonna happen next week on Friday, I believe. Yeah. So uh, this uh, this one was a little longer. It was a full three hours with six matches instead of the usual five. So uh, one thing I noticed, um, uh, Matthew from Bachamania was talking about the show on his Twitter account, right? Yeah. And he touched on something that I've always felt about takeover shows but couldn't find the words for until now. Apparently it was in your bones. Yeah, it was but, in my bones. But you, you couldn't like articulate it just yet. So. So, so what he said was that the funnest parts of a takeover were like the first hour because uh, by the end, all of the matches were following the same formula of being dramatic, being uh, so full of near falls, kickouts of a lot of big moves and finishers. Uh, false finishes. Yeah, so pardon, the first time you see it in the first and second hours, it's still novel. And then no, by, by, the time, by, the time, by the time you hit the second hour, you're already tired. Yeah, by the time you get to the end, while the matches are no less, no doubt, great and really uh, compelling, it's you suffer from a lot of fatigue. Actually, I felt that way mm-hmm. right after the Gargano and uh, Balor match. Yeah. And that yeah. was what the second match. Yeah, and of the night I had to stop and watch me some ride along. Exactly, this. and that's what I felt because I noticed myself having to take breaks in between uh, in between matches on Takeover if I wasn't following it live. Yeah, you know, um, same thing with me. Nah, I got through ninety percent of the show up until the main event. And then I watched the first five minutes of the main event, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm watching this in the morning. So definitely, it's kind of a problem for NXT, because while the quality of matches are great, they're not great as a whole. As, it's like they're as, good in isolation, but not on the same card. The, the pieces are not better than the whole. Mm, the sum of its parts are not better right, than the that's whole. That's right. So I can get behind that. Yeah. I can get behind. So uh, I think this is something that they have to start addressing soon. Although uh, props to the Portland crowd because they were Holy all in. Shit. They were all That's in for the whole night. Hot crowd. Yeah. Very hot crowd. They, they they have a saying in Portland: "Keep Portland crazy." Hmm. And that crowd was crazy. Yeah. Oh, so Mauro was saying with that they would have to come back to Rip City. I agree. Uh, it's a really good crowd. Mostly because I don't think uh, Portland gets a lot of wrestling events. Exactly. They have wrestling Defy. Events. No big wrestling events like NXT oh, okay. on, on that that caliber, yeah. Yeah, now, not a lot of people make the trip to the Pacific Northwest because if you stop in like even even like say San Francisco doesn't get as much. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Chino and I know this very well. Rarely now, do they get any big show. Well, they had the WrestleMania like three three four years ago. Three, yeah, but that was that's because the stadium was new. Yeah, exactly. They were so, in the new stadium, and then the, the biggest show after that was the Cow Palace show f- that you were at. You, you for New Japan, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for in between, they'd have like a random Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. tape. Yeah, yeah. But that's about it. So for 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 
that uh, large a demographic in California, what more? Portland, uh, Oregon. Yeah. No, pa- the Pacific, Pacific Northwest, Northwest. Yeah, in yeah. fact. Right, Atlanta, Washington as well. Uh, so, But I do think that the show itself wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't that bad in the terms of it wasn't that tiring. Although I will say that I did watch it in spurts. Yeah, no, the, the main event was exhausting. It was. Oh so, yes, that main event. Oh my God, why did they have to cram so much into it? Right. So let's talk about that main event now. Uh, it definitely made the show overrun by five minutes. Uh, a lot. No, no, it was five minutes. I was counting. Uh, I maybe you're right. Yes, okay. Uh, a lot of things happened. Um, it wasn't the first time Champa and Cole met, but uh, there were a lot of kickouts. There were a lot of big moves. There were a lot of finishes that should have been finishes, but all it were took not. all it took to get rid of Champa was, was one Johnny Gargano heel turn and belt shot. Yeah, it was okay. One the second the second that UE comes out and then you have Johnny to balance the numbers. You know shit's going down. Mm. You know that shit's going down, but you didn't expect it to be as dramatic and as impactful as that one shot. Yeah. Uh, parang, I, you, you, it wasn't telegraphed. Eh? It was. I it kind of was. No, I didn't see it. I if didn't it was, see it. If it was there, it was barely there. Yeah. Parang, if, you, if you look at it in the lead up, now, okay, let's, let's rewind uh, to the, the build last, up. The build up. In the oh, build up. Yeah. Not the match itself. Not yeah, the match gotcha, itself. Gotcha. In the match itself, yeah, sure, I can buy it. But yeah, but uh, it, not that. The NXT before, yeah, not, we were, not the even the takeover before. Yeah, usually uh, they, yeah, usually they telegraph stuff like this. Now, when you see it, you see it coming a mile away. But in the, I think Gargano and Champa are the exception to this rule. But uh, now we ask ourselves: Is this really necessary? Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like we need another uh, best friend rivalry. Mm. We already got that. Previous takeovers before yeah. with all the matches that they've had, they had what four or five against each other, and now we get a, the same formula again yeah. for another takeover set down the road for whatever blood feud they have left to settle. And I mean, why? What else is there left to settle? I hate that we have to complain about this now because we're, to be honest, when you look at it in a vacuum, we're getting really good wrestling. Oh. Oh, like fantastic, fantastic, fantastic wrestling. wrestling. But as followers of NXT, uh, people as people who are who familiar seen this before over the, f- the past few years, like three this years is kind of yeah. getting old. Yes, yeah. exactly. It, like I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But at the same, I don't time, like it either. I don't like it either. It's it's like remember y- remember how we all like the idea of Nakamura versus AJ Styles in WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. For they WrestleMania, gave, and, and then, they gave this and they gave it to us, and then after that we got it on Raw, yeah, and yeah. we got it on SmackDown, yep. and then now it wasn't as special anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has the same problem. I was uh, I mentioned earlier this issue when we were talking about Shayna moving up to Raw, and I think that this is now the problem when you've got guys like Champa and Gargano and to an extent even Adam Cole who are kind of I guess insisting to stay on NXT because syempre these are the micromanage right and at the same time there are only so many matchups that they can, exactly. that they can make that so, keep them where they should be either, at the top of the card either these guys need to be moved to other brands or the whoever's running NXT creative has to be a little more creative in putting together new matchups around uh, not only around the NXT championship but around that upper mid card or main event level. Yeah, because there's so and this is 
I, I think this is like the problem that NXT was always going to face. Mm. With the amount of talent that you have down there, there are only so many slots to fill. There are only so many people who can shine, deba. Right? No, I think the problem is you do have a lot of talent. Now it's time to start really using them. Exactly. And I mean, who says that you can't bring back uh, guys from the main roster? Exactly. Bring back guys from Raw or SmackDown, the guys who aren't really doing anything, that are just there. I guess it was also the case when some other guys were getting called up too soon, like Sina Andrade, Sina uh, Bobby Roode even. Uh, you know, guys from the past, from the past couple of years. And uh, now they just don't know what to do with the core group of guys they have. But I do think there are ways to get around this. Like for now, uh, Cole doesn't have a clear-cut challenger for the NXT Championship. Alamos si no okay na challenger. Sina. Si No Way Jose. <laughs> no Way Jose versus Adam Cole. Bay Bay. <laughs> no Way Jose versus Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Para it rhymes. Yeah. Is that what you like? <laughs> Is that what you like now? Nah, it. Uh, so I, I was a joke, but okay. Let's move on. So I think that um, UE now has no one left to face. So I believe that. They might, or it's my gut feeling that they might be leaning towards turning face because you got uh, not they've lost the belts, they've lost the belts, they've you, lost every belt except the, the NXT championship, yeah. and you've got guys uh coming in shades of gray storylines like Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream, right? Super creepy, yeah. Uh, Super creepy, Velveteen guys, Dream, by the way. Is not a hero in this story, no, he, he is, is not, not the good guy, he is not, guys. And if anyone is here saying that he is. Y'all fucking twisted. Yeah, no, it's impossible to see how he becomes the face after he painted himself into a family picture. <laughs> like, come on, that's like fuck, man. That's some, that's a man's family. And, and uh, after he wrote on the booty end of his tights a literal booty call, right? <laughs> call me up, Marina. Shit, it's it, it's 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 shades of gray that Stan C would say. Well, this is. Odd. <laughs> Sorry, why did he become? Why did yeah, Sam become Vince McMahon? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what the Velvet Dream would say. Baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, so I do think um, we're getting. We might be getting at least one fresh matchup in Cole versus Sina, uh, Finn Balor after Fingers Finn crossed. Balor because beat, yeah yeah go, beat go, go. Uh, Johnny Organa real clean. Real clean, but yeah. uh, if you caught, if you were paying, if uh, for those of you who weren't paying attention, um. Co- uh, Finn at the when he was walking up the ramp started listing down everyone that he's taken out yep. since becoming you know reassuming the prince yeah the prinks yeah, the prinks he's taken all of these guys out and then it's like and then next is Adam Cole baby question mark I'd like that yeah I would like that as well I think this is an interesting matchup uh, former Bullet start, Club guys yeah. oh Ooh, yeah. yeah for, for that short while that Adam Cole was for, the leader of the US Bullet Club. No, he was he was just a guy. He was a guy. He, he was, was not the leader. leader. Okay, so but he, he was, was in the US Bullet Club. Yes, he, he was. was ROH yeah, Bullet, Bullet Club. Okay, like you can give him that, but ROH Bullet Club was not Bullet Club. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, for it some people, is. technically, no, he was in the he was in the Bullet Club, but he was not. He got fired. leader. He was not leader. Okay, fine. That's okay, so uh, I guess it really just kind of leaves us. W- Wondering why Gargano and Champa have to feud with each other again, so I just don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't, don't know. I I don't know as well who else they could feud with. 
So yeah, it's like it's like weird. it's it's booking I mean, themselves into a corner. I, little I, bit. I agree that creative has to get a little bit more creative, but at the same time, do we really want to see Gargano versus Tyler Breeze? Is that like I so, could? Uh, is that something you'd buy? No, Tyler Breeze is in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, he's two hundred five now. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what I'd be interested in seeing is uh, Gargano chase the two of uh, the cruiserweight title. That by there, by there. Uh, chase Jordan Devlin, right? I mean, there's so many other but talents you can work yeah, with. Yeah, but the point we're trying to make here is that you're only limited by your imagination, and clearly, NXT creative isn't very imaginative. I guess for this particular storyline, I I would say your to your question, there are so many talents and that could they that they could make work with the right stories. Like so, like do you want to pivot here? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. let's talk about the Broser Weights now. Yes, because this is so good. The Broser Weights coming from a mashed up singles tag team, uh, you know, a tag team made up of mashed singles guys going all the way in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic in 2020. Winning. To winning, to against, winning uh, against the UE. Yeah, against in Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Impressive fashion. Yeah, How so much fish could Bobby Fish fry? If Bobby, Bobby Fish, fish could, could fry, fry fish. fish. And, and getting that catchphrase over. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, real quick. I need the adventures, the wacky adventures of the Broserweights into a full TV, a network series, series yeah, or a movie. YouTube well, short. I need a YouTube I, I, short. I didn't know that Pete Dunne would make such a good straight man. Oh, okay. He is, uh, and the unintentional marijuana jokes yeah. every single fucking time. Are you sure it's unintentional? No, no we, we know it's intentional, but him as the straight guy, it comes across as, well, he's going to smoke ya. And you're just like, huh? <laughs> It's, it's it's such a it's such a good pairing. Uh, like it's before, such a good pairing. But before it came off as random, mm. yes. But when they fleshed it out, you know, we we bought it. Yeah. It speaks to the underrated comedic genius of Pete Dunne. I swear, this guy can be so yeah, funny. He is charismatic. Let's give him that. He's mm. very charismatic. And some quiet, people, yeah. and some people just see, oh, scary Pete Dunne with a mouthpiece, and then he can't talk. You let him talk for a bit. This is fucking wonderful. Give it to me. I think this might be this week. might be like the NXT Rock and Sock connection. Uh, they they. I might was gonna say that, that's that's kind of insulting to Matt Riddle what? as the Sock. Yeah. Why? I mean, you're only comparing it on the basis of comedy. And yeah. Chemistry. Okay. If, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it's comedy not, and chemistry, not, sure. You're not, not comparing the, it uh, in terms Matt of Riddle's of not Nick Foley. That's why. Athletic wise, they're on par. I was gonna we're say if, that if, if we're keeping it to the comedy realm, sure. But this is like uh, uh, an act that NXT didn't used to have before, but now it does, and they realize that it's they have a hit on their hands. Yeah. So it can really help out their brand for sure. It, and and at the same time, they pair so well up against the other tag teams in the division. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Put them, put them up against anyone who is a solid tag team. It's a wonderful setup. Mm. So I can definitely buy this. And, I can buy it. Uh, it was about time then for the UE to lose their tag team championships. Yeah, because like once once Roddy lost his North American championship to Keith Lee, there there was like. You, you saw the writing on the wall in the park. Ah, this is going to happen eventually. They're probably not going to break up, but it was about time for them to stop the dominating drop, yeah. the, the championship scene. Yeah. And from there, let's move on to the women's title. Right, right, right. So it's now official. Charlotte is now the first Women's Royal Rumble winner to challenge for an NXT championship that is the NXT Women's Championship. It's nice. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, first and of the, all, the, it's the belt that she never won also. That's really? No, she won She it. won it. 
She won it against. Remember what Paige vacated oh. the title? There was a tournament. Oh, yeah. This, Charlotte fuck. had to face Natalia. Hey, in the I, final. I always thought, because in my head, she's I always like thought, the first woman to have held all three belts. Yes. Ah, oh, fuck. I always thought it was Bailey. No, no dude. Yeah, no. Bailey was the first to if you count the tag team. Tag team, yes. Ah, Major Grand yeah, Slam. Grand Slam. Oh. But so, like in my head, Charlotte never won. No, dude, come on. No, Charlotte, Charlotte really? I forgot. Well, not if winning. You're, if your last name is Flair. <laughs> Becky Lynch was the one who never won it. Ah, Becky's Becky the Lynch was the one who never won it. Yes. Right. So Charlotte is now the first woman to declare for the NXT Women's Championship. First of all, did we agree that Rhea def- uh, retained her championship? Yeah. Yeah. We were we were in unison with that. It was just how. Do you think that uh, Bianca Belair finds another way to get back in this title scene? You know what? I wouldn't put it past them. No, because I, really, I really like... Okay, let's just put it this way. It's not my pick of the week, but this match stood out because Bianca really brought it and she showed that she can hang. Especially in a situation yeah, like this. Yeah. Like on the mic, like the past three weeks, the past three weeks, that she can hang on the mic in the ring with both of these women. Yeah, mm. and and to say especially that first point on the mic it's something that we haven't seen from her as much but we know that she's super athletic right. that she's strong and fast and can fly but we haven't seen her charismatic side as much so I like how they're bringing it out of her a little bit more may not have been her time now but I'm pretty confident that down the ways if if Rhea Ripley just retained the battle. Mm-hmm. We might even get uh, another rematch. Right. So Charlotte now challenging for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, I think we all mentioned before that this was a good move because, yeah, as everyone, even herself, has said, uh, she's beaten everyone. She's beaten everyone on the main roster. So it's all good. In quotations. In the main, yeah. main roster in quotations. Yeah, okay, fine. Because you play roster. yourself. Yeah, because yeah, y'all, y- 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 you get used to their. You get used to their terminology, yeah, not yeah. ours. But I think uh, this move definitely goes a long way into legitimizing NXT as the third yeah. main brand. Which yeah. is yeah, which is the point that I wanted to make because uh-huh. because of somebody like Charlotte, who not only won the Royal Rumble but actually has her pedigree uh, and accomplishments, going uh, for lack of a better word down to NXT to challenge for that title that main title in their division it means a lot for somebody that big to acknowledge let's say let's just say um, a roots uh-huh. sort of developmental brand although it needs a developmental brand, yeah. but you know what I'm trying to say yeah yeah sort of yeah do we see her going all the way and winning the NXT champion, women's championship and then maybe spending full time spending uh, you know all of her time down on NXT like uh, Finn does I don't think so. No. Charlotte's Charlotte's too big a fish. Haha. <laughs> yes. But I mean, you know. I they could, I, right? I they could. It I, I could it could happen, but I don't see it happening. I really don't. I don't think I, Char- I, I don't think I don't think Charlotte's gonna settle Oh wait, wait, no what? wait, 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 sorry, it just popped into my head. This is meta narrative shit. Yeah, I didn't actually settling. It, it it would definitely if she wins, it would definitely make NXT I don't know, a, a legit third brand. You know what? If she settles down in NXT mm-hmm. with Andrade after they get hey, married, but like Andrade that's, 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 is a US champ for now. But I'm just talking. I'm talking like <laughs> right. post WrestleMania. Sure. Post WrestleMania, like in my head, I'm like that makes sense as a lateral move that preserves both of them, gives NXT two stars that will allow their brand to build up a bit more and have another round of pillars. Ooh, ooh, ooh! This is like. 
Epiphany Devils thing. Yeah, Charlotte wins at WrestleMania. Oh, I like it. I'm, I like it. I am open to any result. I'm open to it, yeah. but I don't either result. Yeah, yeah. Fine. But then, mm, meta narrative things. If it happens, then good. If, if it happens, not, then good. If it doesn't, if not, yeah. yeah. But Charlotte is a big fish. Yeah. Like one of the biggest fish out there for any brand to make. Especially for NXT. Especially for yeah. NXT. I say they try shaking it up uh, yeah. just to have her there. Okay, so do we want to talk about Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai or good shit? No, yeah. good no, shit. We, the the best thing to come out from that is the debut of Raquel Garcia. Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez Pala. Sir. Raquel Gonzalez. Your first name lang pinalitan. Oh, your first name lang pinalitan. So uh, that was a kind of cringy table spot, but it kind of works for the mystique and the the image of one Raquel Gonzalez. It as the reminded me a lot of the table spot during WWE Live in Manila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit, you go asa But at least yon to mama si Charlotte nsa anisman. Yeah. Yeah, so that was. Was uh, it as cringy as the the spot in the main event where um, Adam Cole wheelbarrowed Champa into? Oh, the that table? was worse. Oh, yo, that, that was, worse. was oh, way worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! The the middle of the spine. When they oh, did God. that, I was like, why? why? I am so. I was so. I'm so afraid for Champa. God. Well, well. Also, speaking of Champa, is on uh, social media hiatus. Yeah, so. yeah. I think, I think he's selling the betrayal. Okay, well, I think that's if, what it, it is. It's, it's all well and good, but then, like, if he's hurt again, fuck me. No, no, no. Um, he put a broken heart emoji on the post, so I think he's selling the betrayal. All right. So uh, let's let, let's switch gears real quick because we got a show. Yeah, coming up. Take a break, break first. No, no, no. no, 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 no let's no, go let's right to right into it. Going in raw. Right. So okay. we got a show on uh, Sunday, February 23. It's called PWR Love at First Sight Chino. Let's preview this show real quick. All right. It's uh, Robbie Eagles yes. making his debut in the Philippines for the very first time. Kaya nga debut. Debut. Kaya nga debut. Against, uh, for the PWR Championship against your returning Campeon ng Pilipinas. From his uh, UK excursion. Yeah. From his UK excursion with Fucking one. beautiful UK excursion. Yeah. With, with one Tengu. Yeah. Are we are we having you know I think we have to have Panzer back on yeah, like yeah, after sure, all sure. of this. Sure. Let's, yeah, get, let's get everybody who went abroad yeah. to watch and do wrestling okay, pro on tip. one episode. So you are listening to this guys. Maganda na kayo. No, no, no. Pro tip if you want to get guests on the podcast. Just go, go abroad, abroad and watch yeah, and wrestling. Watch wrestling. So Latin the Japan Fuck. and Because Stan needs to do it. Stan Malaysia. needs to do it. Um Shane, Shane needs to do, to do it. Singapore. Somebody went to Singapore or is going to Singapore. It's Jackie. Yeah, that's next month. Jackie's yeah. going uh, to Singapore. So, so all y'all listening to this now. Concert. We need content, yo. Maganda na kayo. Habang wala pa si Bob Aquino. No, it's fine. Spoiler. No, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, Robbie Eagles versus Chris Panzer for the PWR Championship. Uh, yeah, that's Chino, happening. what are your expectations? Uh, I say Chris Panzer retains. I mean, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't really see Robbie Eagles walking away with the title. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be a good match. You're talking about the sniper of the skies yeah, yeah. here, former NJPW um, athlete. Uh, Current, current, current. He's still, current. he's still there. He's still there. He's yeah, man, come on. Sorry, Kalakola. You fired him from NJPW. I don't see him as much. You, you aren't watching as well, much I, I, NJPW. I, I, okay, that's fair. That's he so, was on the tour. He was on the last okay, new okay, beginning okay, tour. Okay, okay. Go, stop. Okay. We're so sorry, Robbie Eagles, for changing sorry, your job, sorry, job status. Bad. My bad, Robbie Eagles. He's on the podcast 
in a few days. Yes. My bad, Robbie Eagles. My bad. But I, again, uh, I only found out he was a Filipino like last week. That's so. true. Last <laughs> week? Last month? No, last month. Oh. I was like, fuck, did you forget? All right, <laughs> no, no, so last we... month. So, so I say Chris Panzer retains. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see what the more matches. We got, the, we got this match that I am very, very excited okay. for. It's the three-way between Mike Matrigal, ECX, Chino Ginto. Now we got a taste of Chino Ginto versus ECX in that offshoot charity show offshoot. that oh, we shit. shall not talk about. Why? Because it's no, because it's not canon. We just won't review it because it's weird to review it. Pero at the same time, now that you mentioned it, how does this match up come about? Like, what is the backbone of this match? Where where does the story come from? Like, do they have conflict with one another? If so, are they fighting for something? What is it? And even outside of that, I want to see how it evolves into a one hell of a match because these guys are a hell of a wrestler. Bawal ba tatlong magaling na wrestlers? Yeah, but why though? It still has to make sense booking wise, right? Okay. I guess he's asking I get, I get, what the stakes are. Yeah, exactly. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Like, I get random matchups, but then, come on, that's may backbone for each other. All right, all right. What else are you uh, excited for? Uh, well, the, uh, we had the tag team rematch and uh, Eddie Sapuso was street fight. Uh-huh. I don't really know what that means. Oh, it's a street fight. I, I, I think you didn't watch the last Eddie Sapuso was oh, street yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't was, at that I show. I think I was not at that may, show. May branding lang nila, yun yun. Okay, uh-huh. so, okay. So, we had uh, the Kakai Bros uh, taking on MSG without a special guest referee this time. Mm. So, supposedly, must even you play field, but then again, is it is a street fight. Anything goes. So we will see this unfold um, as the night progresses on. Okay, what about a possible low-key show stealer in Quattro versus Janet Vander? Yes. For that, the All Out War Championship. Is this an All Out War is match? It, I believe it is, yes. Which makes it even better now because you're defending the title in a match that it was supposed to be defended in, in the first place, right? And we've seen both guys just put out every single show every single night we see Quattro and Jan Evander pull out all the stops Camusto's first hand how dangerous that motherfucker is <laughs> exactly so now this is now that you bring it up this might be up there with the triple threat I don't know man. I am I'm uh, excited like I'm ex- like personally I'm excited for this match I am excited so just a lot of resting but my balls aren't to, to get through <laughs> we got the OGs taking on the new team building uh, team of Jamerlin and Kalinueva. Is, is the team building working? We will find out on we just Sunday. Dropped, we just dropped the... Which I just watched. Mini, is, oh, yeah. you watched the uh, montage. There's, there's the montage a, was hilarious. There's a training... There's, there's a new... It's not full Carlo show, but partial Carlo it's show mini episode. Yeah, it's a mini yeah. that you guys should go watch. Watch on, that before Sunday, guys. On all of their uh, Facebook pages. It's on uh, there. All of their social media accounts. All right, so are those all your thoughts and expectations yeah, for the first fight? All right, all right. It's a lot of resting to get through through the week and then even more the week after. Yeah. Uh, so I guess always is, a lot of wrestling. Always a lot of resting. So I guess that does it for this episode. Right, so before we end the show, let's get to our picks of the week since this is the wrestling talk episode. Who wants to go first? All right, I'll go first. My pick of the week is Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Good shit. It wasn't as finisher spam crazy as the rest of the other uh, NXT formulaic matches. So I, I would really give it to them. Uh, it's a real kind of an, I would say kind of an old school kind of uh, match. 
it, it feels like it, something that belongs in Johnny Gargano's Evolve catalog. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's like th- that. Like if you've, s- I I love Johnny. I think it was just two wrestlers really wrestling the hell out of each other. Yeah, and it, fucking, it was very great. technical. Yeah, like, yeah, I was surprised at how technical it got. Yeah. Are, wait, really? Yeah, no, because I expected them to wrestle WWE style, which I guess they got. No, no, no. But uh, not as much. So yeah, I, I understand what Chino's trying to say. Um, yeah. But I do think you understate both men's backgrounds, okay, right? Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. And all, right. all I have to say is that Johnny, Johnny fucking Gargano still makes it look so good and yeah. effortless. He's, it's so effortless. This whole it, match. He makes it look so easy. I would also notice. I also noticed that uh, there was, there were not. Too many kickouts happening here. Like there yeah. were a lot of reversals and shit. There so I really appreciated moves, that. Yeah. Yes. Now, I would have picked this match just on the sheer number of like callbacks that they had yeah. to, to old stuff that yeah, they, old that stuff they, they do. do. Yeah. Like there's there was st- there was stuff in this match that I I b- barely remember either of ma- either of the two of them doing and. I've been watching both of them for so long and right. I love them both. But yeah. this was great stuff. Yeah, that's my pick. You you want to go? Cabos. Because I'm gonna lose my shit. Go. Because big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> yeah, fucking which, hell, Dijak versus fucking Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Dijakovic versus Keith fucking Leaf. How many times have we gotten this on NXT? More times than we can count, and each time it been, gets better. Oh my god, yes. And holy shit, this one was like you open with this. I was like, oh. There's st- I, I was because in my head I was like oh you're starting with Tegan Knox versus no they're not no no they could have they could have because that's true because it was it was good enough it was there it was a blood feud it's a good match to start with but you're starting with a big meaty man slapping meat match fuck me I want this this is so good it was like it was what it is a beautiful <laughs> match two well, big meaty men going at it. Showing off things that they're not supposed to do. Yeah, that's true. Kicking mm. out of shit that they're not supposed to be kicking out of. No, no, no. I, I likened it to really old school poor poor wrestling matches. Yeah, it's like no, it, it felt like yeah, because you know like uh, it feels da- like a had Dominic Dijakovic yeah. powering out of shit, powering okay, through when, shit. When yeah. he the powers out of the, the, the spirit bomb, bomb. yeah, yeah. It, not just not just the regular power bomb. It's the my buelo, the oh, yeah. my boom. I call it the lahat ng power bomb, power oh. bomb. Putang oh. ina, like after that he just stands up and holds his neck. Uh, you motherfucker! I'm just like, fucking. This is a beautiful. this is a Japan match. It's, it's very like, it's very classic. It, it it feels it feels like an all Japan yeah, in yeah. the in the late eighties matchup that's just fucking beautiful. Right. All right. And you're just if, if, you're, if you're gonna watch if you're gonna watch one thing, watch the big meaty men slapping meat. Alright, you done? You good? I'm good. It's you out good? of my system. Yeah. Alright. He, he said big mini men stuffing me too much. Okay, Three so uh, my pick of the week is actually not in any form of wrestling, not really. It's on the WWE Network, and I suggest you go check it out. It's this new docuseries on the network called Ruthless Aggression. Yes, plus one. Plus Two it, episodes are out as of today. Yes, yes. It highlights this era of wrestling where you get guys like John Cena, Randy Orton, uh, Brock Lesnar, 
uh, as well as a whole other bevy of wrestlers, and how this era of the WWE creativity became about. You it, know? it spans 2002 to 2007, so far from what I've seen. Yeah, so yeah. so in that five years that you get all these matchups, we get the OVW03 class yes. in it as well, this yep. killer class, and we see how they evolve, how Randy Orton becomes the legend killer, how Cena went from the prototype to the Doctor of Thugonomics. It's a great watch, guys. It's it's as homeworky as I'm willing to get, but it's it's very entertaining. I wouldn't say it's homework, because I... It's a documentary we all want to watch, right? And it's through a through a point in I mean, time that all of us no, watch. Okay, it's, like, it's us as, really. as homeworky as I can get. Like anything sh- over this, out of out of the WWE immediate spectrum. I loved it because as a ruthless aggression era baby, it it really took me back. It actually. Yeah. For me, it was different because I grew up in the Attitude yeah, era, yeah, yeah. and this was right after that. So it actually gives you basis of how they had they to bridged. they had to change things up yeah. after the Attitude era. Yeah. So it's a great watch, guys. Right, definitely go catch that on the WWE Network. So that brings us to the end of the podcast, uh, guys. If you need to comment on anything we said about AEW, about WWE, about NXT Takeover, you can reach us on the Twitter. I'm at Rose War. He's at Caveman Camos. He's at Chino Supersize. Stan is at, at underscore Stancy. The podcast Twitter itself is at Wrestling2XPod. Before we go, we got to thank our podcast network, Asia Family, for always being supportive, being hosting, uh, being the host of our podcast and many other podcasts on the network. Our favorite podcasts like The Cool Pals, The Underpaid Podcast with our friend Stanley Chi, The Halo Halo Show, The, what else, The Kadazers, our top trending podcast now, Boiling Waters, Wild and Wild Sessions, Wild 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 Sessions, Sessions. with Doc Gia and her friends. There's so much, like, there's so much content on the network. And there are so many more coming. So it's just it's just so wonderful that we live in a time where podcasts will support podcasters. Yeah, there, there are there is a podcast for everybody. Yeah, yeah. If the, for every interest, every genre, you might find yourself loving. And if you uh, don't have a podcast that you like, you can always come by and create your own. <laughs> with, well, yeah, I mean, there yeah, are, encourage them yeah, because there is a there is there's an academy. academy. There's an academy for that. The podcast academy, which just wrapped its first uh, semester. semester. Yeah. So. From that, there are going to be new podcasts from recently graduated podcasters. So if you want to try your hand, wait for the next one to open. Right. So uh, what else? We got a sponsor. We got a shout out. We got a we got the shout show out. on yeah, Sunday. The show we on already, Sunday. We already covered that at the top of the no, show. No, but uh, we got to remind people that it's Watch on us. Sunday. Uh, February 23 PWR Love at First Fight at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati 2 o'clock p.m. Uh, tickets are available through us you can message any uh, me and Camus and Stan, and Stan not Chino or you can get them at ticketme.net or at the door if you can't get through uh, if you can't get them through these means I just saw it but we can't so listen to it so message all right, so you can try messaging Chino as well and see if that's gonna work because he is now what? Can we say your new uh, wrestling nickname? Let's save it for the show. Let's save right. it for the show. Uh, I, I will tell you in person. All right, all right. So that's it for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you. We hope you had fun. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.